Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Recently, one of our listeners emailed me complaining about uh, an incident uh, while shopping. Now, the listener uh, was paying for an item at Shoppers Drug Mart. Now, the item cost just over $11, not a lot of money. So when he went to pay for it, he was told by the Shoppers Drug Mart employee, sorry, no cash. It appears he somehow ended up in the no cash lineup. Now, it's got me thinking, isn't cash king? Isn't legal tender? Don't businesses have to? Accept it. Uh, I think we all know with COVID, many businesses uh, went cashless and asked customers to use debit or credit or app payments as a, a precautionary measure. But still, can a store refuse to take cash? I decided to call the lawyer John Green, who it turns out was on vacation in Paris. But uh, we gave him a call anyway, and he was kind enough to actually talk to us uh, about uh, the um, the issue of whether or not uh, a business uh, uh, has to accept cash. I talked to him about three hours ago. Take a listen. Can a business uh, turn down a cash payment from a customer? Uh, it sure can, yeah. I thought it was legal tender that you they had to accept it. Nope, they don't. It's uh, it's really civil contract law. So it's uh, if a person, if you get two parties, so say someone comes to my law firm and maybe it's a little bit different because I had a law society behind me, but uh, say they come to my law firm and the law society is not involved, uh, they can offer to pay for my legal or pay for services and anything that they want to offer and I can accept it. Uh, if you know if they want to trade me their car, I can accept that. So, uh, it, it Canadian money is out there. It, it makes it's designed to facilitate transactions, make things easier. But um, when you go back, we looked at it, some decisions back from like the 20s and 10s, and uh, it was an issue sometimes. That, you know whether businesses had to take money from the United States or when we changed from um, gold became less of a, a tradeable item. These kind of questions arose in the context of contracts, but uh, as it stands now, if, if someone shows up in your store and they want to give you ten dollars Canadian, you can say no, I want ten dollars American. Then you know you guys aren't going to see eye to eye on things, and the person's going to walk out of your store. You're not going to get a sale, but that's about all that can happen. So as long as as both parties agree on the form of payment, whether that be digital or currency. Uh, that's what matters, as long as those two parties come to a, an agreement as to what that payment would be. Right, and it's some in some instances it can be it can be different. Like if it's a payment for for legal services, then sometimes the law society will have things around that. Uh, even though I think some of that uh, remains to be seen how that's going to be regulated when it's stuff like Bitcoin. But um, yeah, businesses transact in in different currencies all the time uh, within and outside of Canada. It's just the contract itself has to specify what what what's being traded so whether it's american dollars or uh, euros or canadian dollars um for seniors those perhaps low income that still rely on cash uh, is there any civil liberties uh, civil liberty questions there because perhaps you're not comfortable with technology and you do wish to purchase let's say groceries or uh, you know just basic necessities but you want to pay in cash and you're turned away is there at least a civil liberties question there 
Nope, not there either. Because the when you when you look at um, like sometimes it, it, these questions get, get raised, and people uh, that never went to law school will raise things like the charter. But the charter only applies when it's a government uh, action relating to services provided to Canadians. So if if it's but if it's services provided by a private company, then there's no the charter doesn't apply and. Typically, provincial legislation won't apply either unless it's relating to a human rights question. So it, it's really what it comes down to is if it's your corner store and you're a senior and they're telling you they want to just take digital payments, then you have to come up with a digital payment um, or take your business elsewhere. John, thanks for your time. Yeah, you bet, Jess. That was uh, lawyer John Green who spoke to us a few hours ago on the issue of whether or not businesses have to accept cash transactions. Joining me now is Talia Miller, uh, who has and does work at a retail outlet uh, here downtown. And Talia, confirm for me, uh, you're completely digital? You are completely digital. So when someone comes up to pay, uh, like, how do you do it? Is it, uh, is it uh, just a, a touch, touch screen? Yeah, it's just like the regular um, debit and credit machines that we have. So a lot of people, they might start grabbing their cash and I unfortunately have to go, I'm so sorry, it's, we're just like card only. What kind of reaction do you get from people? A lot of rolling of the eyes, a lot of grunts and groans, but some people are like, oh, I'm so sorry, because we do have signs throughout the store that say that we are like debit or credit only, no cash on site. Do people get angry? Some people do. Some people walk out of the store. Some people throw a huff and a puff. One lady um, told me that she's like, this is legal tender. And I was like, I'm so sorry. I don't have, even if I could accept the cash, I have no cash on site to give you change. Yeah. And that's a decision, obviously, your employer has made, the business has made, your yes. employee uh, there. It wasn't my personal decision. No, it wasn't. <laughs> but, but like most employees, you have to deal with the wrath of customers. Absolutely. And it, it can be a lot sometimes, especially during like holiday season, for example. That was a really tricky season to get through when we, we only had, um, we are only our card. Like, have they gotten like visibly angry with you? Uh, sometimes nothing where I've ever been super concerned. It's more no. just a huff and a puff, right? And then they're on their way to go somewhere else. Uh, out of all your customers, what percentage of, of, of them actually want to pay by cash? I'd actually say it's about like one in five, I, I find. So about 20%. Yeah, about 20%. Well, I was looking at a survey today and they were saying uh, that by 2030, uh, this is one of those credit processing companies. They estimate that by 2030, they think about 10% of consumers will still want to pay by cash. By 2030, mm. most of us will have have gone digital. I, I, I use my, uh, my, my Apple Touch now. Oh, do the, you? Which is, which is wonderful, and, and I do use it, but I don't use it very often. I do use my credit cards. Mm-hmm. I don't use debit. I always figure if somehow they got access to your uh, account, they may have access to your bank account, but with a credit card, at least you have one layer of protection, which mm. is still the requirement of the credit card company to keep that credit card safe. So rather than using your debit, which gives them access to just your account. So that's kind of the safety requirements that I, I use. So. Better be safe than sorry, well, right? It, it is true. You know, I, I with my son, um, we just got him his debit card. He's 14. Oh, that's exciting. We, we would, you know, he'd, he'd, he'd get money occasionally, go buy lunch and stuff like that at school. But more and more kids his age, they don't carry cash. It's all debit, right? And it's up to the parents now to put some money in the account just uh, as much as they need, that sort of thing. And I think that's just the way 
way things are going. But I, I find it interesting that you still get pushback as a as a someone working there from people and say, how dare you not take this? Absolutely. And I can get from like the consumer perspective, it can be frustrating. I just went to a bar not too long ago in Gastown and I couldn't pay with debit. It was credit or cash only. But not debit? Not debit. Well, that's odd. Isn't that a little odd? And I can remember when I worked at a cafe back in my hometown, London, yeah. that we were only, um, you couldn't pay with credit. You could. It was only debit and cash. So I think we just all need to be prepared for whatever situation. Have all three on you. Have your credit, have your debit, and have like $20 on cash. There's a wonderful sandwich shop in Tawasson that uh, I've gone to occasionally, and they don't take any credit or debit. It's strictly cash. Really? <laughs> it's old-fashioned, uh, but they make great sandwiches, and it's a, it's a, it's a great place to go to. But but it's, it's interesting, the transition that society is slowly making in regards to cashless and other places around the world in, in, in developing nations. They're actually leapfrogging over us in regards to how you can pay. And we look at China and some of those places. Uh, it's a complete, I mean, you're literally just, you know, it's, you just pick up the item right there, use your phone, you're out. In Tap and, out. and go. Yeah, it is. It is quite, um, quite interesting uh, in regards to how, how that works. That's for sure. Well, Talia, thank you so much for your time. Thank you, Jess.